Welcome to the Spurs Up Show, home of the best Gamecocks content on the internet. The following is presented to you by our friends over at MyBookie. Football is back, and so is winning season at MyBookie. NFL, college football, and a brand new cash-out system give you options to bet and win all season long. First two legs of your parlay hit, cash out early and use the funds on another bet, or let it ride for the chance at a bigger payday. Use early cash outs as a tool to stay in control of the action at MyBookie. To get started, go to MyBookie.ag now and register an account for free. When you're ready to make your first deposit, just use promo code TSUS to grab a welcome bonus on the house. That's promo code TSUS to claim your deposit bonus and, for a limited time, a free chip to use in the MyBookie Casino. You can bet on anything, anytime, anywhere, only with MyBookie. We're also brought to you by our friends over at Twisted Tea. Twisted Tea, the drink that fuels fun and celebrates your love for college football. Keep it twisted. We're also brought to you by our friends over at Prize Picks. Go download the Prize Picks app or go to prizepicks.com. And when you do, use the promo code TSUS to receive a 100% instant deposit match up to $100. Prize Picks is the simplest fantasy game on the market focused around prop total entries. You pick two to six players and you can win up to 10 times on any entry. Price Picks has no sharks, optimizers, or mass multi-entry. It's literally just you against the projection. They also allow mixed sport entry. So, for example, you can take the over on LeBron, parlay with the under on Mahomes. They've got college sports, pro sports, literally anything and everything you can think of. They have got it over at Prize picks. They also have a slick, easy to use mobile app, both on the App Store and Google Play. They're rated 4.8 stars in the App Store with rave reviews. So many fans and listeners of the Spurs Up show have made tons of money with our friends at Prize Picks, and you should as well. So, again, go download the Prize Picks app or go to prizepicks.com. And when you do, use that promo code TS. U.S. to receive a 100% instant deposit match up to $100. Be sure to check them out and tell them that Chris from the Spurs Up Show sent you. Let's get it! We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, 
So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. The quarterback position. And of course, for the Georgia Bulldogs, this has been one of the biggest question marks heading into the 2023 season as UGA looks to make it a three-peat and become the first team to do so since the mid-30s when the mighty Minnesota Gophers took home the trophy three years in a row. Carson Beck takes over the reins for the Georgia Bulldogs. And let me say this. I I don't think Stetson Bennett, I know he was kind of a, you know, a running joke for some people, right? Folks love to pick and prod and make fun of him. But I mean, I I think you have to really appreciate what Stetson Bennett meant to the University of Georgia, what he did, his play, his leadership, the chip on his shoulder. And so it is no small feat, no small task. It is no small shoes that Carson Beck is looking to fill. You know, a five-star prospect, of course. He's got all the talent. He's got all the tools to be a big-time guy in this Georgia offense. And he's been solid, right, in his first two games. Recently against Ball State, went 23-30, 283, two touchdowns, and one interception. But nobody, and I don't care the opponents, nobody, is playing on Spencer Rattler's level right now. And it's almost, I, I tell you this, it's its damn near disrespectful the way that Spencer Rattler is not being recognized for his play thus far. Guys, he's completing 83% of his passes. I understand it was against the UNC secondary and the Furman secondary, but guys, there's quarterbacks out there. He went 25 of 27 against Furman. There's quarterbacks that wouldn't go 25 of 27 against Ayer. And so while I think Carson Beck is going to be a really good player for Georgia, right, I, I don't think, and we're going to learn a lot more right on Saturday, how he fares in his first test against that SEC opponent as QB1. So I think he's going to be a solid option for Georgia. I, I think he's going to be a quality player, especially, guys, when you look at the embarrassment of riches that he has around him. But Spencer Rattler is a real dude in this league. And Spencer Rattler is a real dude in college football. That being said, I give the Gamecocks the nod at the quarterback position. And I don't think it's particularly close, at least at this current juncture. We move to the running back position. Believe it or not, guys, this is actually a question for Georgia right now. They have not ran the ball particularly well in their first two games, which is 
odd to say when you think about the fact they've taken on UT Martin and Ball State. But it has not been that typical Georgia rushing attack. I think we'll learn a lot more this weekend about who their true RB1 is, who their top guy is. It's not for a lack of talent, though. Kendall Milton, returning this year, averaged seven yards per carry last year, had 592 yards and eight touchdowns. So they're going to be leaning on him. I know he's battled some injury stuff, but should be good to go for Saturday. You then look at Roderick Robinson, the second. You look at C.J. Smith. You look at Cash Jones, another guy that they've sort of tried out back there. Anthony Evans, another really talented player. I mean, Georgia's got dudes on dudes on dudes in the running back room. There's no lack of quality bodies, right? They may not know who they're true. It's kind of like Alabama right now, honestly. They may not know, guys, who their true RB1 is, but we all know the way Georgia's recruited, right? <laughs> I mean, it's no secret how Georgia's recruited across the board, especially at the running back position. If there's one position that Georgia traditionally is loaded at, it is running back. Through two games, Roderick Robinson, the second, as I mentioned, he is leading them uh, 14 carries for 88 yards, 6.3 yards per carry, and two touchdowns. Then, of course, it is Kendall Milton. Carson Beck is actually the third leading ball carrier for Georgia right now. Eight for 29 and a touchdown. Andrew Paul, another player who I believe actually is, let's see, I think he's a wide receiver for the University of Georgia. So they, they've got a bunch of guys right now, guys, that are high-quality recruits, high-quality bodies, no doubt, but they are not proven. Then you go to the South Carolina side of things. Where do the answers come from? Who is RB1 at this point? I, I think the Furman game created more question marks than it gave us answers. And by the way, side note, Andrew Paul for Georgia, indeed a redshirt freshman running back who was hurt last year, had a preseason knee injury. So he is a player to consider as well. Either way, on the South Carolina side, do we see Mario Anderson get more carries? Does Dontavius Braswell get more carries? How do they utilize Juju McDowell? How do they utilize the Carryon Joiner? We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed.
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Simply put, guys, Georgia may not have many more answers than South Carolina does in regards to who's RB1, but they have answers in regards to talent. They have answers in regards to production when you just look at a guy like Kendall Milton. So until we see more from the South Carolina running back room, especially against quality competition, Georgia has the advantage, they get the nod at the running back position. And I'm excited for Saturday because I think we learn more about both of these rooms in this ball game between the hedges. But Georgia, for sure, getting the nod at the running back position. We move to wide receiver. You know, guys, I think one of the most intriguing storylines entering this ball game is the status of both of these teams' respective wide receiver ones for Georgia Lad McConkey, who is day-to-day, there was optimism that he will play, but has been listed as day-to-day and did not play in the first two games of Georgia's season. And then there's the curious case of Juice Wells. <laughs> oh, my goodness. And from the people I've talked to, guys, there's conflicting reports out there. Shocker. There's some that think that maybe that South Carolina just trotted Juice out there was a decoy and He will be good to go against Georgia. There's some that think he's still battling the toe injury that he dealt with all throughout the offseason. As I mentioned yesterday, guys, until I hear Shane Beamer go on record and say, Juice Wells is 100% and he will play for us, or I see Juice Wells, the Juice Wells that we all know and love, go out there and make plays in an actual game, I don't think Juice Wells plays, and if he does trot out there, he's a decoy, he's window dressing, and I don't think he makes an impact in this football game. I'm sorry about it. Sorry, not sorry. I got to see it before I believe it. Either way, you look at these two wide receiver rooms. The emergence of Xavier Leggett on the South Carolina side has been the biggest storyline, no doubt. My biggest question is this. Who are the other weapons for the Gamecocks? I mean, I I think there are some nice names to talk about, but realistic SEC caliber, high caliber weapons. Who are those guys? Who are they? Is it Amarian Brown? Is it Eddie Lewis, who had six catches against Furman? Is it Nick Harbour, a true freshman? Do we see Nick Harbour this weekend? Is it Luke Doty? Is it Omega Blake? I mean, who are the other guys beyond Xavier Leggett? Those are names. Are they actual contributors or are they not? Maybe if Juice Wells was playing, I could could talk myself into giving South Carolina the push here. But guys, if you don't think Georgia's wide receiver room is better than South Carolina's, you just haven't done your homework. You just, I don't know how else to say it. You don't know football. You don't know ball. And you have not looked at Georgia's roster. Because, guys, they don't go one deep. They don't go two deep. They don't go three deep. They go five, six deep 
at wide receiver. And Georgia was a big player in the portal. Added Dominic Lovett from Mizzou. Ra-Ra Thomas from Mississippi State. Of course, Lad McConkey, who I think will play Saturday, their top weapon is back. Marcus Rosemary Jack Saint. But that's got to be one of the cooler names in college football. But either way, he is back as well. For Georgia also, Makai Muse has been a really fun storyline. A guy who at one point was a walk-on and is now leading Georgia in receiving after two games, six for 102 and a touchdown. C.J. Smith, another name for the Dogs. Arian Smith, another big name. Dylan Bell, the list goes on and on for Georgia. Again, if Juice Wells, if I knew he was 110% and the normal Juice Wells and you were going to have that one-two punch of Wells and Leggett, maybe, maybe I could talk myself into the push. But even then, guys, South Carolina just does not have the depth that Georgia does at this position. And so, like, it's not even really a knock in saying that South Carolina's receivers are terrible, but they don't compare to Georgia's. Georgia gets the nod at wide receiver. We then move to tight end. I feel like I should keep this one short and sweet. South Carolina's tight ends have been non-existent through two weeks. Uh, I, I do still like Trey Knox, Joshua Simon, what they present. Beyond that, what do you have? I don't think we really know. Guys, G- Georgia wins this when they get the nod for Brock Bowers alone. I mean, that that's the best tight end in college football, and it's not even remotely close. Also, unfortunately, our good friend Oscar Delp. <laughs> that's a name many of you are familiar with. I'm sorry if that reopened a wound. Uh, he's got four for 74 and one touchdown thus far. Brock Bowers, six for 81, no touchdowns. Guys, it's been a very watered-down offensive game plan for the Georgia Bulldogs through two games. They will go to Brock Bowers early and often, I think, in this football game. I I, I, I like South Carolina's tight ends, guys. I, I think South Carolina's tight ends are, at, you know, when we look back on this season, I think we'll say they were a strength. But the Gamecocks tight ends don't hold a candle to what Brock Bowers and company do for Georgia. I, I got Georgia having the nod at tight end as well. The Spurs Up show is brought to you by our friends over at Twisted Tea. Are you ready to elevate your college football game day experience? Check out Twisted Tea, your go-to game day beverage for college football fans. Twisted Tea is unlike any hard beverage you've had before. It's made with real brewed tea and packs a flavorful punch with 5% alcohol and no carbonation, delivering the perfect balance of taste and refreshment that goes down smooth for every game day occasion. No need to settle for the usual. Twisted Tea turns up any occasion, especially when you're cheering for your favorite team. Whether you're tailgating in the stadium parking lot, watching at a bar, or hosting friends at home, Twisted Tea is there to elevate the game day experience. It perfectly complements your love for college football and your passion for creating unforgettable moments. So let's toast to unforgettable game day experiences. Twisted Tea, the drink that fuels fun and celebrates your love for college football. Keep it twisted. The Spurs Up Show is also brought to you by our friends over at Game Time. Download the Game Time app or head over to GameTime.co and use the promo code Spurs up for $20 off your first purchase. Again, that's promo code Spurs up, S P or S U P, for $20 off your first purchase. Game time is the best ticket buying app available that removes all the stress 
of the ticket buying process. They have things like images of your seat before you buy, so you know exactly what to expect when you arrive. Guys, you can buy your tickets in a matter of seconds. Two taps, and you're set. And also, tickets, they're sent directly to your phone. So no more scrambling, searching through your email, trying to find the tickets you just bought. Whether it be the Gamecocks, a concert, a comedy club event, you name it, whatever the event is, buying tickets shouldn't be stressful. And game time is the way to go. Again, that's our friends at Game Time. Go download the Game Time app or go to GameTime.co. And when you do, create an account and use promo code SPURSUP. That's S P or S U P for $20 off your first purchase. Download Game Time today. Last minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed. We move to offensive line. Again, is this really one that I need to spend a lot of time on? <laughs> I I want to, you know, the dramatics are what kind of make this thing fun. And listen, for Georgia, had to replace both offensive tackles, but they returned three of five offensive linemen last year. And I know Georgia's run game hasn't been great. I, I totally get that. I understand but just because South Carolina was able to have a little bit of offensive success against Furman, that does not mean the offensive line woes are anywhere near cured. And if you want to say, well, we're going to play Big Tree and Trovon Bow and, and Jatavia Shivers and Marky Anderson, all these freshmen, okay, good luck. I fear what may happen to Sidney Fugar and Tyshawn Wanamaker and Jackson Hughes on Saturday. They they may consider quitting football, if we're being totally honest. Um, either way, though, when it comes to comparing these units, there is no comparison. Georgia has recruited at an elite level on both lines of scrimmage. And the offensive line, Georgia gets the nod there. Their offensive line hasn't played up to the standard they're used to. I think that changes Saturday. Um, you know, again, they've been hearing about, hey, they're not getting the run push they're supposed to. Uh, I think they've done a pretty good job of protecting Carson Beck, but it hasn't been the Georgia rushing attack that we are so used to seeing. Again, guys, you go back and you look at the numbers. I mean, Georgia's averaging 4.4 yards per carry, 129 yards per game, and they've ran the ball. Uh, they have six rushing touchdowns. So it's not like it's terrible, but when you think about it, you're taking on UT Martin and Ball State, you would expect Georgia to rack up a lot more still, guys. This is one of the best offensive lines, not just in the SEC, but in college football. Georgia easily gets the nod at the offensive line spot. And hopefully, guys, in three, four years, the way Carolina's recruiting, we're having a little bit of a different conversation in regards to, hey, maybe South Carolina's offensive line does stack up with the Georgia. But simply put, there aren't many that do out there. Georgia easily gets the nod at the O-line position. We move the defensive line, defensive front, and this is another area of strength for Georgia. Now, listen, Georgia lost a lot. Jalen Carter, Nolan Smith, and there's no Jalen Carter walking back through that room, right? Like, Jalen Carter for, you know, you, you can say whatever you want off the field, everything that happened, it was it was terrible. And, you know, I, I agree, Georgia's got a lot to fix off the field culture-wise, what have you, with the street racing and what have you. But Jalen Carter's a specimen, guys. Look at his first NFL game and what he just did. Jalen Carter is a freak, right? So to lose him... Who's going to replace him? Michael Williams, Nazir Stackhouse, they are back at the edge and the interior spots. Warren Brinson, Zion Logue, uh, Chaz Chambliss, all back for Georgia as well. These guys were all, of course, highly rated players. They've got a fantastic freshman, number 44, in Jordan Hall that, you know, listen to some Georgia folks. They say looks like a grown man at 18 years old. Also, Marvin Jones Jr., 
I mean, the Georgia defensive line, just like offensive line, they 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 go two, three deep, guys. This is, I mean, it's one of the best defensive lines in all of college ball. Meanwhile, the Gamecocks, I, I think you saw some encouraging things, but it came against Furman. And you can't forget what happened early in that football game against the Furman Paladins when you were getting pushed around, blown off the football. You know, I, I you know, Tonka Hemingway's been a name of discussion this week. Poor Tonka Hemingway for for what he didn't say at SEC Media Days. He's getting he's been getting ripped by the Georgia fan base. I you know, I still like Tonka. I, I like Boogie Huntley, guys. I've said it many times. Jordan Strawn, I think, is a capable player. Who else? Are TJ Sanders and Nick Barrett ready to finally really emerge as big-time players? Uh, is Elijah Davis the, du- the JUCO transfer, who was a fantastic player at JUCO, right? The number one rated player at that position in JUCO. Is he ready to emerge and be a big impact guy? And then the other edge, guys. I mean, if you get Jatias Gear back, that will be a huge, huge boost for this football team. Huge. Because they don't have SEC bodies if he's not playing. Like, I'm sorry. Brian Thomas Jr., Tyreek Johnson, they're doing the best they can, but they're just not up to snuff. They, they, they stand no match against Georgia's defensive front. And South Carolina's defensive front, guys, it doesn't compare. It, it doesn't compare to the talent that Georgia has up front. Again, they go two, three deep, and they get the nod easily at the defensive line position. We go to linebacker. And, guys, as I mentioned, the theme of this is uh, a lot of Georgia G's on this position unit comparison graphic that uh, we, we posted on social media. Either way, you look at the linebacker position. Gamecocks took another big blow when Mo Caba went out for the season. Uh, I, I think Debo Williams, a Shaq Wilson-type player, really smart player, team player, hard-nosed player, hard hitter, if you will. He'll make some plays on Saturday. Stone Blanton, uh, four-star kid out of the state of Mississippi. We all know about Stone at this point. You know, I, I think he continues to get better and better. Is Pup Howard ready for the big time? He's going to have to play. I mean, Pup Howard's going to have to play. This is going to be his, you know, welcome to the SEC, young man. You're, you're going to really find out what SEC physicality is all about when you take on Georgia's offensive line, Georgia's, Georgia's running backs, Georgia's tight ends, the Georgia Bulldogs as a whole. I mean, outside of that, maybe a Jerron Willis, you know, Bam Martin Scott maybe, is he ready to emerge? I have no idea. But what I do know is this, Georgia features – Probably one of, if not the best, linebacker duo in the country. And Jamon Dumas Johnson and Smale Munden, I believe is how you say his name at the linebacker spot. Uh, also, Xavier Sori, Jalon Walker, C.J. Allen, all fantastic players, guys. Four and five stars in their own right. Again, Georgia goes four or five deep at the linebacker spot. South Carolina, I think, has some capable pieces, but it does not compare to what Georgia will feature in this football game at the linebacker position. I give Georgia the nod. We then go to defensive back. Now, this is one that I think a lot of you will have pushback on. My big question is this. Does Nick Emanwari play? I have no idea. I, I You know, Marcellus Dial says he's good to go. Shane Beamer says he's questionable. We'll see on Saturday, right? Hamstrings are kind of a tough thing to to really determine, and you don't want to rush a guy back and bring him back too soon, but South Carolina desperately, and I mean desperately, needs Nick Emanwari in the lineup. We saw what happened last year, by the way, when Nick Emanwari went out, and the first thing Georgia did was went downfield to Brock Bowers, and my God, the defense parted like the Red Sea. They need Nick Emanwari in this football game. 
I'm about to give you all a very unpopular take, and many of you might come at my throat for it. But I'm going to say this. I'm, I'm, I don't think I'm as high on South Carolina secondary as many of you out there are. You know, especially, especially without Nick Evenwory. I, I mean, there's not a lot of depth at safety. And guys, all due respect to the kid, but if B.J. Gibson's playing at safety, and I know Jalon Kilgore's filled in nicely as a true freshman, but this secondary takes a massive hit if E-Man's not out there. I think the jury's still out on Marcellus Dial and O'Donnell Fortune at the corner spots. I, I think they're okay. I Are they as good as Darius Rush and Cam Smith? I don't think we know that right now. Are, are they up to the task against Georgia's wide receivers? I don't know that they are. Like, I, I think it could be a big passing day for Carson Beck in this football game. Is David Spaulding going to play? If he doesn't, God, is Keenan Nelson Jr. up to the task? Because he was not in week one. DQ Smith, I think, is a fine player for sure. And like I said, you Nick, you need Nick Emanwari back. The big question for Georgia, Javon Bullard, does he go for the dogs? That's going to be a big loss for them if he can't. But guys, Georgia, they still got plenty of dudes, man. Three starters returned from last year, a secondary. Guys, from the Georgia people we've talked to, they claim the secondary's better than it was last year. Right? It was a secondary that got torched late. I mean, LSU in the second half, Ohio State, what they did with Marvin Harrison Jr. They think the secondary's better. And this is a secondary that was pretty damn good last year. Kamari Lasseter back at the corner. You, you know, you lose uh, Khalil Ringo at the cornerback positions. Who replaces him? But... Kamari Lasseter is back. Javon Bullard, again, we don't know his status, but he's back. Malachi Starks is back for Georgia. Right? Irie Smith, Dalen Everett, Julian Humphrey. The list goes on and on. The difference between South Carolina's defensive backs and Georgia's defensive backs is this. South Carolina has Nick Emanwari, preseason all-conference player, or caliber player, I know he didn't make the team, which was crazy, but an all-SEC caliber guy. And then there's the rest. And I think DQ Smith could be a guy like that as well. But then there's kind of the rest, right? What, 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 what is Marcella Style? What is O'Donnell Fortune? What is David Spaulding? What is Keenan Nelson? Georgia's got five Nick Eman Warriors. Like they've, they've got all-SEC, all-American caliber players at the defensive back spot. And so, you know, while South Carolina secondaries may be the strength of the defense, it ain't better than Georgia's secondary. It's not better than Georgia's defensive backs. I give the dogs the nod when it comes to the defensive back position. We then move to kicker and punter. Hey, the good news is this, guys. You can look forward to South Carolina winning this basically every week. <laughs> the dogs... Uh, have Brett Thorson as their opponent. He was good last year, by the way. He, he was really good last year. Um, 45 yards per punt average. Uh, a new quarter, or excuse me, no, a new kicker stepped in this year in Jared Zirkel. And of course, we all know, guys, the Gamecocks have Kai Kroger and Mitch Jeter, who Mitch Jeter missed his first career field goal against the Furman Paladins. Granted, it was like a 52-yarder or something like that. Went off the uprights, but... My preseason prediction that uh, that Mitch Jeter would miss one, unfortunately, it came to fruition. So, uh, but I still give again Beamer Ball, Limbo, whatever. 
you know, Pete Limbo, what he does for South Carolina special teams. I, I give them the nod when it comes to kicker and punter. I, I just genuinely think, guys, there is no duo better than Kai Kroger and Mitch Eater. And these are two guys that I think could be very, very active in this football game when it comes to, you know, kicking field goals, the fake game as well, both punting and kicking. Going to be interesting to see if Beamer Ball shows itself this weekend. But Kai Kroger, Mitch Jeter, I give South Carolina the nod at kicker and punter over Brett Thorson and Jared Zirkle for Georgia, which finally leads us to the coaching category. Shane Beamer brings in Dabble Loggins and Clayton White into Athens to take on the dogs. And I don't really feel like I need to explain to you all my feelings on Shane Beamer, Beamer ball to the moon, why he's the right guy for South Carolina, what have you. You guys all know how I feel on South Carolina's head coaching situation at this point. I think the Gamecocks are in a great position and I think South Carolina has the right man for the job to eventually take them into a place like Athens, Georgia, and get the W and go toe-to-toe with the best teams in college football. We've also seen South Carolina as a big underdog, right? Gamecocks are a 27-and-a-half-point underdog in this football game. We've seen them in spots like this play very, very well when the odds are stacked against them. And I know that many of you hearing the sound of my voice, you were not very fond of Kirby Smart. And this week's antics have not helped where he was asked the question by the Dogs reporter about Tonky Hemingway not listening. Sanford Stadium is one of his toughest places he's ever played. And, you know, Kirby Smart kind of ran with that and took it as a chance to say, you know, come on, show up, show out. He doesn't think Sanford's loud. He doesn't think Sanford's a great spot to play, which obviously is not what talk Hemingway was doing, right, in, in the slightest. That being said, and I know many folks, by the way, many Gamecock fans, many of those wearing Garnet Black Appoint and say, they've got Mike Bobo on staff, he's trash, they got Will Muschamp on staff, and I know none of us are, from, are, are fond of those gentlemen. But when you got a coach that's won back-to-back national titles, came to Georgia, took over that program, and did something that had never, or excuse me, had not been done since the early 80s. And what Kirby Smart has turned Georgia football into, guys, he's the best coach in college football right now. The numbers don't lie. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. 
And while I know many of you will look and say, you know, well, look at the coordinators too. I mean, guys, did Mike Bobo do great things at South Carolina? Not necessarily. He was also a victim of Will Muschamp and the talent available. Did he do great things at Auburn? No, but he was also a victim of Brian Harson and the talent available. I, I'm not exactly fond of Mike Bobo, but there's a reason that man's been coaching for a very long time. You look at Georgia's offense last year, guys. They averaged 42 points per game. The last time Georgia averaged more points per game in a season was 2014 when, you guessed it, Mike Bobo was the offensive coordinator. So the guy knows how to scheme up a thing or two. I, I know Georgia fans aren't even fond of him, but the guy knows how to scheme up a thing or two. Then you go defensively. Glenn Schumann, one of the best DCs in all of college ball, what he's done with Georgia's defense. I know Will Muschamp has his hands all over the thing. Unfortunately, I think Will Muschamp is a pretty decent defensive coordinator and a coordinator itself. He's just not worth a damn as a head coach. And then you come back to Kirby Smart. He's a master motivator. He's one of the best in college football at doing so. He's one of the best in college football at speaking to his team, speaking to his players, speaking to his program, speaking to his fan base. Shane Beamer might get there one day. He very well might. But for now, there is no comparison. Kirby Smart, Georgia, they get the nod when it comes to coaching. Kirby Smart, not just the best coach in the SEC right now, but arguably, I would say, the best coach in all of college football.